Market Pulse presented by SmartTouch Interactive is an engaging and comprehensive interview series focusing on the dynamic real estate industry, providing a platform for you as a real estate enthusiast, industry professional, investor, and someone interested in understanding the complex world of real estate and marketing. By keeping our finger on the pulse of the industry, this podcast helps you stay ahead of the curve in making informed decisions and understanding the nuances of the ever-evolving real estate market. Hello, all, and welcome to another episode of the Market Pulse presented by Smart Touch Interactive. I am your host, Aaron Fischera, and I have a excellent guest with us today, Lisa Parrish, the creative chief creative chick at Team PMP. Um, Lisa, welcome. Um, you have a tremendous background in our industry, and I can't wait to dive into in your perspective. But for those who do not know, Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how does one become the chief creative chick at Team PMP? Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to join you today. You know, I'm a child of the industry. Uh, my uh, my father created our company over 50 years ago and the awards programs. And I've grown up in the industry. I've grown up traveling to all the different markets, seeing all the product, um, presenting the awards. And so um, eventually when my husband and I uh, purchased the company and took over um, and we we evolved into Team PMP, um, we gave ourselves really fun uh, titles and uh, I'm the chief creative chick and he's the director, Shane is the director of shenanigans. And we decided that that kind of um, kind of showcased our our personalities and how we kind of approach things and, um, you know, just gave us a flavor. Well, you know, I've I've had the luxury of being uh, an attendee at some of your award ceremonies. Um, TM, Team PMP puts on absolutely the pinnacle of when it comes to award ceremonies in our industry. And um, like you said, it started with your father um, and it's kind of moved through the generation, which is amazing in itself. Uh, today, I think you guys celebrated your 50 year history. Um, so, you know, from your experience with TM, Team PMP putting on these awards and being able to kind of have this 30,000 foot view of the industry. How has the role in the industry evolved over the last few decades? You know, that's one of the greatest things we're so proud of. Yes, we just celebrated the 50th anniversary of the original MAME Awards uh, about three weeks ago. And, you know, it, it was always the opportunity and the idea that we would be the connectors, those who would shine the light of recognition on the great work that is done in our industry. And we also want to be a partner to the home building associations um, that we work for, and also the builders and the associates in this industry to connect them, to share knowledge, and to provide an opportunity for people to learn from each other. That was, that was realistically the basis of the creation of our firm. And it's just like the Academy Awards. The reason they have the Academy Awards is to shine the light on films so that people will go see them. And that's the idea for what we do is to shine the light on those communities, those people, those places and those spaces that are so exciting and so worthy of recognition. And also we love the fact that we have the ability to uh, allow folks to meet each other through the awards programs, through judgings, and through the conferences that we're now part of. We're part of three or four conferences 
actually four conferences, um, PCBC, the Women's Conference in Southern California, and the Women's Conference in Northern California, where we are so happy to see that others are gathering and sharing of ideas. And, um, you know, that's just it. It's, it's all about the opportunity to meet and to expose people to um, just, you know, different people in the industry and learn from each other. I love it. And Lisa, that kind of hits the nail right on the head um, with why your your perspective, especially at this time, we're wrapping up 2023, we're going into 2024. I know we just put in a bunch of national submissions. So you have this very unique look of not only just on per market, but across multiple categories across North America. Um so for those that are listening, if if you're kind of tuning in, seeing Lisa here and saying, okay, I'm going to pay attention on how I can game the system and get my <laughs> award, I would highly suggest turning off. But um, today's programming is going to be around trends. And what you're seeing from that 30,000 foot view is, um, is truly amazing our previous conversations. And I would love to share with our audience. Um, so Without further ado, let's let's go into some of these categories and really understand what are the trends of 2023 and going into 2024. Um, so first and foremost, home builders and the communities. Um, what significant trends or changes are emerging in the realm of home building and community design? Oh, absolutely. So the biggest trends are obviously wellness, um, the des design and getting to attainable housing, and you know just how we how we message and how we communicate to the buyer that, you know, the, just how, how all those things are evolving and what is important to the consumer and the buyer out in the market. And so, you know, you're just seeing things evolve um, across the country in those elements. And, you know, and some former guests of ours, like Amble Brook up in Pennsylvania, a, a mm -hmm. 55 plus um, active adult community, We've talked about Meyer Ranch. Wellness mm -hmm. does seem to be a huge um, focal point in uh, the construction, the design, the intent, and even the advertising. Um, and from your perspective in the U.S., are there any specific communities or projects that epitomize this uh, this trend? Oh, absolutely. So I'm glad you brought up Amberbrook, which actually mm -hmm. um, received a nationals last year. Um, great, fantastic uh, community. Again, focusing on what the you know what the the, the future potential homeowner would, would desire and what they're looking for. Um, obviously, Latitude Margaritaville, um, you know, God rest Jimmy Buffett's soul. That's definitely a tribe and it's reaching out to those buyers. But a few others that we saw this fall were um, Three Roots in San Diego. This is a Lennar Shea collaboration and it's really high density infill um community, but it's got a focus on wellness. It has one of the most beautiful amenities you'll ever see. They call it the Fit and Rec Center. And it is absolutely fantastic, but it's based on three roots and that's wellness, health, and, and livability. And so it's really one of those standouts that really caught the eye of not only the judges within the market, but also the consumer because it's doing very, very well. Um, Parkside Nouveau, 
by the new mm -hmm. home company here in the Inland Empire of Southern California. This is great design, small square footage, but yet what they were trying to do is bring attainable pricing to that first time home buyer without sacrificing great design. And that's, I think that's going to be something that's gonna move forward into 2024 and beyond is builders finding a way to get to that price point with the product that will, um, will you know, will satisfy the need. And then um, one of the most uh, uh, exciting uh, new companies in Denver is On Two Homes. Mm. Um, this is a, uh, a sister uh, company to Oakwood Communities or Oakwood Homes, and they feature modular building process. They're actually building off-site. And when they bring it on site, they're building it and putting it together with cranes. And the reason that they're doing this is to get to a $300,000 price point in Denver, which is, um, you know, used to be that was the norm. They are now one of the most expensive markets, non-coastal markets in the nation. And so they're figuring out a way to bring that affordability back in. And the other cool thing is they have this very cool sales experience where a consumer comes into a... Um, on a, a sales center for onto homes and they're able to understand where they can build how it's built and pick their home all using vr goggles so it's realistically the future of where things are happening in it, using the technology that's right there at our fingertips it, it's pretty amazing where vr and ar is coming from um mm -hmm. you know Growing up in the development, working with raw land, um, especially bringing clients and even my own experience too, as we're looking for land, it's difficult to just mm -hmm. look at a raw piece of land and say, okay, this is, I can envision a house here and, you know, all the amenities. Um, so it, having virtual reality, a part of your sales process sounds like a, a complete game changer. 100%, especially when you're not going to have model homes because you're, you're, you're basically trying to fit it into that type of a, a program, but it allows folks to have that um, sense of understanding of what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. Um, I, 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 it was really exciting to see that. Well, and I mean, that perfectly segues into, as we talked about the home builder in the community going down to kind of the traditional model home, um, mm -hmm. These are staples. Every you know, they're highly judged. This kind of your one of your first impressions outside of a website. Um, so, what are you seeing in the submissions and trends of twenty twenty three when it comes to model home design or presentation innovation? What you know, what, what's standing out from your perspective? Well, I will tell you, if I say modern farmhouse one more time, um, people are going to start to laugh at me. Um, it's still it's still out there, but we are definitely starting to move um, away from that. <laughs> uh, but model homes are definitely, um, you know, I, I'll tell you straight up. I think a model home is very, very important to any sales process. Um, and the beautiful model home still sets the standard because it's what you dream of. It's what you walk through and say, this is what, you know, this is what I'm going to what I'm going to work towards, but um, the beautiful designs we're seeing this year, um, the looks that are fresh feature natural woods, bold colors, layers, textures, all kinds of really lovely um, different elements. Um, we've seen things from very monochromatic to very bold and enhanced boho chic to um, very, very contemporary. So 
it's been um, it's been exciting to see the transition of, of what's catching the buyer's eye. But I always say the HGTV effect is definitely taken hold because you can see it across um, all the different designs. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you would assume in a house you're trying to blend aesthetics with functionality. And when we think of functionality, we think of technology and it's always mm -hmm. ever evolving. Has there been any noteworthy tech integrations that you've been seeing in model homes um, that are being showcased this year or things that you, you know, see as staples? Oh, they're just staples now. I really feel like, you know, everybody has a connected home. They have connected appliances. It's almost expected now that you're going to see that. Um, so you see them everywhere and how they're evolving and which brands and which systems are connecting with, you know, which buyer profile. Um, I think it's all about, you know, the idea of it is is very important. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. It's just becoming the norm. Well, you know, even going further, this is actually what I found very interesting when I first um, was introduced kind of the awards and um, the industry in general is that there's an award category for sales professionals. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think, which kind of, you know, that's interesting that we're judging, you know, uh, sales professionals, you know, when you look at a website or a model home, it's very static material, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, with a sales professional and their experience that can make or break a deal. And, you know, what, what's kind of some fresh approaches or techniques you're seeing sales professionals adopting and that are kind of becoming, separating them from just the norm of a right. salesperson. So, yeah, and that's, and I'm glad that you brought that sales professional of the year. I, I have to dispel many folks who say, oh, it's just the person who sold the most, who has the highest dollar volume. It's just that's who should win. It's really more than that. It's it's the professionalism. It's how they were able to, um, you know, be the advocate for not only their builder, but for their consumer or their customer, how they communicate, how authentic they are, um, how they counsel and, and really work to make sure that everything comes together to create the right sale. Um, you know, I really believe communication by phone, text, video, all the different details is so important now. Um, being authentic and having compassion and empathy for what the buyer is going through to help them. And then having that ability to counsel the person, you know, whether it be financing, all the different elements you're going to go through to be able to buy a home. Um, I can remember the first time I bought a home, somebody said, this is going to be like climbing through glass. And it's meant to be hard because, you know, when you get there, it's, you know, it's, it's supposed to be important. Yes. You're, but you need somebody who's going to be there, who's going to walk you through it and hold your hand and be that counselor to help you cross the finish line and hand you those keys and know that, Hey, listen, we, we did it together. And, you know, the ones that you see that are very successful have that blend of salesmanship, compassion, authenticity and understanding of how the whole deal works together, how to put it together and how, how to, to guide the person. So it's um, the best sales uh, professionals definitely have a blend of that. Well, do you see the role of the sales associate and professional changing? Um, and if so, you know, what, what kind of role are they, are they fulfilling in the process? You know, I don't know that it, I, I guess it's not that it's changing, it's evolving. 
Okay. Um, you know, that's realistically it. They're there to answer questions, to provide really good information. And, and again, going back to counseling the buyer um, uh, on how to strategize, how to find the right home and how to make the right decisions and what's going to fit, you know, make the best fit for them. So I guess there, it goes back to more of the counselor than anything else. I th- and I think that's why when they, when the term sales counselor is now used, it's really apropos. Well, I mean, for those that are kind of young or emerging into, or maybe looking at say, how can I kind of pivot or add, a, add another arrow to the quiver? Um, mm-hmm. What advice would you have for the sales uh, professionals in today's environment? Yeah, definitely. Well, here's the number one thing. You know, we're the post-pandemic ordering days are over. We are definitely back to tried and true salesmanship. A sales professional needs to emphasize on professionalism. They need to have knowledge and tools to understand the right home for the right buyer. You know, you need to understand your market. You need to shop your competition. You need to be knowledgeable in financing and have details and answers for your potential customers and absolutely be in the know. Because that's what the person's coming to you for. They're coming to you for, for advice and for counsel. And so having all those inform- all that information at your fingertips and being knowledgeable will set you up to be successful. Well, a lot of times, and I, I completely, um, to circle back, 100% agree. I think, um, you know, just being the order taker is long gone. It's now you have to be a knowledgeable, not only in the sales process, um, the community be almost as a community liaison. You have to have mm-hmm. a background in finance. Cause I mean, with rising interest rates and different incentives, you know, you, you want someone to talk to you in plain English. You don't want right. to basically have to look at a map and try to figure out where, where's my investment dollars going. Absolutely. Um, but I also know before we, you know, before the, and something that we hold dear before the client even steps foot on the community, steps foot in the model home, talks to a sales associate, it starts with search and then it, it starts with the website presence. Um, so we know a strong online presence can be a game changer. It's your first impression. Um, typically, if those page speeds aren't loading or you're outdated mm-hmm. and you're working off of a, you know, an old geo site, people run away and they say, hey, this is not up to that standard. So mm-hmm. We know that that's a standard, but what trends or standout features from um, home builder websites or community websites have been prominent in these recent award submissions? Oh, absolutely. You know, websites now carry the load. They really are our first impression, our first line, our first marketing opportunity. And so the consumer uses these tools more than ever. And and if they are not mobily optimized, um, figure that out because that's how they're viewing them. It's on a mobile device or an iPad. So get get there and make sure that it's functioning. You know, making sure those links work, making sure that your community is something that they're interested in. They need details. They need photos. They need home plans. They need all the information that can compel them that this is the place that they want to spend time and come visit. And realistically, any use of video showcasing the community, the homes, and or in some cases, testimonials of a buyer are very effective. We've seen that in many markets. As a matter of fact, I think uh, Amblebrook and, and others like it. Yeah. Buyer testimonials are very, very important because they really want to hear, okay, what was my experience? You know, what did you like? I want to hear someone speak 
who's been through it, that this is realistically where I want to, you know, spend my time or my, my dollar. And so, yeah, I definitely think that's, that's, that's the elements that you're seeing more of. Well, you know, you kind of touched on that when it came, when it comes to advertising and campaigns and storytelling, and how do you relay the brand, relay the uh, community story, make people feel welcome. Um, Mm -hmm. So what novel uh, advertising tactics or technologies are you seeing emerge in 2023? Oh, it's 100% lifestyle, 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 lifestyle. Um, connecting with the younger and the older buyers, mm-hmm. showing them what life is going to be in this community and or in this home. It's very, very important because what they're, they're going to go through, they have to, to have to know that the promise is there and that they're going to realize whatever it is in their heart or their imagination that they're trying to achieve. And I really feel as though that is what we're seeing in, in many of the, the great submissions we're seeing around the country from Solstice to Bedford to New Haven to some of the others, Amberbrook, Latitudes. Um, it's all about what that promise is going to be and what all those elements are that are that community is, is putting into place to make it something special for that, for that, um, that homeowner. Well, you know, to that messaging, um, you know, we talked about lifestyle, we talked about wellness. Are you seeing any overarching messages or narratives that seem to resonate more with one audience over the other, or what's making it more stand out in 2023 going into 2024? Yeah, it's well, again, going back to it, I just say it over and over again, wellness, connectivity, mm-hmm. community, and activity seem to be the, the four things that you're seeing. Wellness being some sort of amenity, hiking trails, biking trails, dog parks, connectivity, meaning that there's high-speed internet access, there's ability to be together in some sort of space, Um, community, meaning that there's some sort of um, programming or opportunities for gathering, whether it be in the community park and or elements of the amenity, and activity, meaning that there's just, you know, there's there's something where there's going to be a shared experience between those who are going to live there. It's not just, I'm going to go buy that house. So I'm going to pull in my garage. And I'm going to put the garage door down. I want to know my neighbors. I want to spend time. I want to be outside and I want to have a sense of wellness with them. Well, and a hundred percent. That's, you know, we see that on the ground level. We see that um, that's connecting with our audience too. Um, what I find pretty amazing too, and I know you touched on it a little bit, those four pillars are not mutually exclusive to any geography, not exclusive to an age demographic or a socioeconomic position that this Mm -hmm. is, it's almost like there's an egalitarian approach to communities going forward. There's not a separation, which I've, I'm tickled to death. I don't know if you, if you're seeing Mm -hmm. that same trend. Yes. And, And the other beautiful thing is it's the merger of the young and the old. Yep. It's not necessarily that you're young or you're old. It's that everybody's together and that everybody blends together and there's something to be shared. There's a shared experience to all of it. And it's just beautiful. I also think it's interesting when we are, whenever we see anything is that the first time buyer and the, I would call them the 55 plus buyer, they're basically almost the same buyer. They look yeah. for the same type of product and they're looking for the same type of adventure and excitement. So yeah, it's, it, you're finding the blending of all of it. Well, I mean, that kind of gets into let's look to the future. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you again, fifth, you know, your TMPMP, yourself, 
collectively over 50 years of industry experience, you've seen the highs, the lows, the different interest rates, the different styles, design, technologies, booms and busts. Where do you envision the future going to 2024? Um, we're dealing with 8% interest mm -hmm. hikes coming um, into 2024, um, maybe smaller lot sizes. Um, where, in in your your view, where where is this heading? 2024 and, and how can we uh, adjust? You've nailed it on the head. We have, we have headwinds and pressures facing us. And so by um, we've seen this fall, we've seen a number of beautiful pivots from our builders where they have taken a, a community or program and they've uh, massaged it into homes that um, are more efficient that are faster and easier to build to get to an attainable price. And I think that's going to be what we're going to see for the next year to five years, because we're going to have to, you know, deal with that interest rate hike. Um, and uh, communities are going to continue to evolve with a higher density again to get to that pricing. They're going to have to compel someone to make the decision that this is the right place for them. Mm -hmm. um, Interior merchandising, we're going to have to have that blend of dreamlike um, model home, but it's also going to need to have that rep replicable um, element for the buyer where mm -hmm. it's like, it's so beautiful, but I, it'll never look like this when I move in. Well, there are ways, yes, there are certain things you can. Matter of fact, Trumark Homes, they did a beautiful job. They actually did a video series where you could actually take the model home and they showed you how you could replicate different interiors for the home. So that was fantastic. Wow. Um, the consumer wants more information. They want it faster. They want it easier. And how we deliver that in a, um, a, a, a beautiful, elegant way is going to be what's exciting for the future for us. It's transparency and mm. we're going to have to get there. So uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting times for the next few years. Well, I know, um, you know, uh, when we talked a couple of weeks ago, you were running around about to start up another show. Um, mm -hmm. I know here in February, we've got the nationals and everyone's kind of uh, licking their lips. I'm excited. Um, but uh, what big news, you know, I want to give T, uh, Team PMP uh, a spotlight here as well. And what, what are some big news or upcoming projects that you guys have on the horizon? Oh, there's lots of new things coming up in new markets. Um, but of course, the first thing is the Nationals, our entry deadline is October 23rd. It's the big bad boy, the most prestigious awards that program is. of NAHB. Um, and with over uh, 64, in, uh, 64 categories for sales, marketing, and design, plus 55 uh, plus uh, housing and global innovation, there's something for everyone there. Um, but that, you know, that kicks off our year in the, um, in the beginning of the year in February in Las Vegas. Um, but then in the spring, we have lots of events in, in the spring and we're always looking for judges. So if anybody's interested in participating and giving back to the industry, what we like to say is this is some, sometimes the best indoctrination into another market. You'll give up a couple days of your time, but what you'll take away from it is so wonderful. Not only will you make new friends, you'll have deep conversations, you'll see new product and new elements, um, but you'll also be giving back and learning. And I've never had anybody walk away from a judging saying they didn't learn something or make a new friend. So we're looking for those. Um, we're also 
um, providing inspiration and collaboration by doing some uh, custom home tours, award-winning home tours for client, for home builders, where they come to us and they say, hey, listen, we need to be inspired. We have a new project coming online. Will you show us the award winners in certain markets? And we'll put that together for them. So those are kind of the things that we're um, working on. Um, we're never, never dull. It's always, a, we're always on the road and that's exciting for us because we mm -hmm. love what we do. I swear, I feel like you guys live with a suitcase by the door, ready to go. <laughs> yes, it's 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 a constant motion. <laughs> well, um, no, I mean, you know, Lisa, I, I appreciate your point of view. I'm excited for what's to come. Um, I'm excited to see the other entries um, here coming up to some several awards. Um, but for those that are listening, What's the best way to learn more about Team PMP, um, getting involved, or just upcoming award ceremonies? For sure. So check us out online at teampmp.com. Um, also, thenationals.com um, is uh, coming up. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You'll see our adventures and our travels. Um, and we are always on the road and we're always having fun. Um, I do believe in sharing of knowledge. So if you're ever interested and you're ever wondering like, hey, listen, I have no idea about what an award-winning entry looks like, or I want to have counsel, please pick up the phone and call me. Um, that is one of my very favorite things is to have a conversation and to share and to give advice and mentor. It is very important to uh, continue that journey forward and to always be pushing and advancing um, all the best of our industry and putting that forward in our in our young people and uh, moving moving things advanced. Yeah, I for those that are listening, I would second that, Lisa. You're a wealth of knowledge. Um, you have a unique perspective um, that again gives us that thirty thousand foot view show some trends. And I, again, I appreciate you taking out time today um, and educating us. I mean, that's, that's the whole point is, you know, we're, we're developing this community together. So thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron. I really appreciate this opportunity. Excellent. And for those that are listening, thank you again for tuning into another episode of the market polls presented by smart touch interactive. I look forward to talking to you uh, again and for everyone have a wonderful holiday and can't wait to see what's in store for 2024. Have a great day. Bye, everybody.